man wanted for vandalizing businesses and possibly two historical churches now in custody where police say they found him. More companies are testing out a four-day work week and sticking with it. That includes one sweet company in our area. We're going to tell you how it's supposed to work. And what's cooking in Clearwater? The Phillies debuting new foods coming to Baycare Park for spring training. We'll show you what's on the menu. Those stories and more on today's edition of The Lineup. It's February 23rd, 2024. Happy Friday. The Lineup is brought to you by TD Bank, America's most convenient bank. Hello, everyone. I'm NBC 10's Francis Wang. And I'm NBC 10's Erin Coleman. Let's get you up to speed with what you need to know today, starting with Philadelphia Police. They say they are now investigating two home invasions overnight in the Northeast. NBC 10's Brennan Wyke now joins us from police headquarters with the latest details. At last check, detectives are still searching for five men accused of two home invasions in the northeast part of the city. Here's a look at where it happened. Police say the men broke into a home on Dittman Street in the Taconi neighborhood. They're accused of holding the residents there up at gunpoint. It's not clear what, if anything, they got away with or whether anyone was hurt. Then police say they responded to another armed home invasion in the Frankfurt section, this time on Hawthorne Street. Northeast detectives tell us they were working the case. They have since handed it over to the special victim unit. So far, police have not announced any arrests. They also have not announced a description of the suspects they are looking for, but count on NBC 10 to keep you updated on this developing story. Reporting from police headquarters, Brenna Wyke, NBC 10 News. Also from Philadelphia police, the person wanted for a vandalism spree across the city. Police say is now in custody. The damage this person caused caused includes one, possibly two historic churches. Yesterday, investigators released this surveillance video of the suspects smashing windows and knocking over planters in Society Hill. At least six buildings were targeted, including Mother Bethel AME Church. The stained glass windows at St. Peter the Apostle Church, those were also smashed. The woman responsible for the death of a Philadelphia woman learns her fate. Valeska Castillo was sentenced to four to eight years in prison. Prosecutors say she did not have a medical license when she injected silicone into Lesbia Ayala's buttocks and thighs. This happened back in 2018. The procedure was done in Castillo's home in the Bronx. Ayala later died from an embolism, which was a direct result of the injections. Her family was in the courtroom when the sentence was handed down. She has children and grandchildren that she's never going to get to see. Um, Waleska is going to get out and see her children. Now, this is not Castillo's first run-in with the law. In 2012, she was sentenced to a year in federal prison and fined $100,000 for running an illegal cosmetic mm. clinic. It has been nearly a year since that blast that killed seven workers at a chocolate factory in West Reading. Now, for the first time, federal investigators are sharing what they have found out so far. Yesterday, the NTSB released hundreds of pages of documents related to the investigation, everything from interviews to lists of chemicals to the factory's fire drill records. In a preliminary report, investigators blamed a defective fitting for causing a gas leak that sparked the explosion. They've not said when they expect to release a final report. Well, the changing of the guard continues for a local school board at the center of several controversies. And tonight, the Central Bucks School Board will hold a special meeting where they're going to vote to accept the resignations of two Republican board members. The resignations leave just one Republican on the board. Last November's election already saw the board's previous Republican majority voted out. Now, Central Bucks has been a district embroiled in turmoil since the start of the pandemic. It made national headlines with its policies concerning book bans and LGBTQ students. 
Former talk show host Wendy Williams has been diagnosed with aphasia and dementia. Yeah, aphasia affects the nervous system and a person's ability to communicate. Actor Bruce Willis was diagnosed with the same condition in 2022. Wendy Williams' health team says the 59-year-old is receiving treatment. You may remember she ended her talk show in 2022 because of ongoing health issues. Meanwhile, People Magazine is reporting that Williams' Guardian is reportedly suing A&E television networks over a documentary set to premiere tomorrow night called Where is Wendy? You like being the center of attention and having people want their own. I demand. Six years old. That's all I wanted. The center of attention. Six years old. Well, you got it. Of course. And I always will. Hmm. The documentary follows Williams' life after the end of her talk show and her struggles with substance abuse. It's not clear if the documentary will focus on her dementia diagnosis. People says Williams' guardian and A&E have not commented on the lawsuit. Now to a warning from authorities in Bucks County. They are seeing a spike in the number of people being victimized by scammers. Hilltown Township Police say they're not even sure how many victims there are because some people are too embarrassed to report it. Now, these are common scams, like the ones where you get a call that cash is needed because a loved one is in jail or has been kidnapped. These people are salesmen. They can sell ice cubes to an Eskimo. Thousands and thousands of dollars. We've had half a million dollars from one victim. Half a million. How do you get it back? You don't. Police say because the scammers are many times overseas, once the money is wired, it's gone, and they cannot get it back. Mm. It's a shame. Something to keep an eye out for. Absolutely. MLB players have another complaint about their new uniforms. Plus, a new line of wedding dresses will make uh, being the villain acceptable. We're back in 30 seconds. Don't go away. Here we go. Here I go again. Introducing the all-new TD Clear credit card with no late fees and no interest, just a simple monthly fee. That's predictability, even when expenses aren't. Four dollars? That's bananas. It's a pair. Oh, man. The all-new TD Clear credit card. That's how credit can be unexpectedly human. Call 1-844-TD-CLEAR for details about credit costs and terms. Well, if you live in South Jersey, keep an eye out because apparently there's a ram on the run. Yeah, the Mount Laurel Police Department posted photos on Facebook of the wild creature who's on the loose. Look at this guy. They're hoping the ram's owner will come forward. It's unclear where the township, uh, where in the township the ram was last spotted. The post has been shared well over 270 times. I don't want to mess with that guy. I hope I, hope I never face. see something like that. Oh, my God. Look at the horns. I know. For a lot of people uh, in the UK, the five-day work week is becoming a thing of the past. Yeah, about two years ago, more than 60 British firms started a six-month trial where they experimented with a four-day work week. Now, it was the world's largest trial of its kind, according to a new report. Most of the companies involved have made the policy permanent. The report says project managers and CEOs said that the four-day week had a positive impact on their organization, with 55% describing the impact as very positive. Now, Philadelphia-based Insomnia Cookies is already trying out the four-day work week at their new global headquarters in Center City. Everyone gets Fridays off. Now, there's a, a slight catch. You can't work from home. The company is moving from a hybrid setup to having everyone work fully in person. And the idea is to help all employees connect in person under one roof in the city where it all began. You know, Seth was a, a college student at Penn and started it in his uh, his dorm room, and he wanted to come back to Philly and, and really, you know, support the community that has supported us since day one. 
This will be the first time corporate employees will be working in person together since the pandemic. The three-story building includes an innovation center, a Florida test new cookie creations, along with their flagship bakery on the main floor. I like it. Four-day work week. We support it. We Let's are go. all in. <laughs> we'll work longer days, too. Of course. Yes. Hey, to that other complaint now about the new uniforms Major League Baseball players are set to use this season. Here's the thing. You can see through the pants. Several spring training camps have confirmed that the transparency of the new pants it is a problem. It's just the latest criticism of these new uniforms. A number of players have been saying they look and feel cheap. League officials say the material improves mobility by having more stretch. The Players Association hopes changes can be made before opening day because we can't have these players uncomfortable. Yes. Worried about who's looking through their pants. And, you know, we saw the photos where you could see the lining, like the pocket lining. Yes. You know, some of your undergarments. Pants, yes. You don't like that. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm. Yeah. All right. We are now one day away from the Phillies spring training opener. And fans attending those games in Clearwater, they're going to have a lot of new options at Baycare Park. Among those new offerings, Yingling's Hershey Chocolate Porter, Tito's Handmade Vodka Frozen, Strawberry Lemonade Cocktail. Yes, please. It's a long name there. It is, but it looks good. A lot it? in it. The Sriracha Cheese Curds also making their debut along with the Hot Honey Shrimp Basket. And you can also now get a slice of Boardwalk Pizza from the Jersey Shore. Mango and Manco. Down in Clearwater, Moe's Southwest Grill will also be available for the first time at the park. So what are our favorite ballpark foods? Sheila Watko said veggie dogs. Bill Henley uh, went with the peanuts. That's a, that's a classic, mm -hmm. right? Francis, uh, you said chicken tenders, chicken strips, and I said crab fries. I'll take it all. And a lot of dipping sauces. And a lot of sauces to it's go with it. not the same without it. Dip it all. <laughs> Now to this new line of wedding dresses, and it's giving a whole new meaning to the term bridezilla. Disney partnered with Allure Bridals to debut its villain collections. The dresses paying homage to Ursula, Jafar, the evil queen, and Maleficent. The company says, why be good when you can be iconic? I like Jafar. Look at that dress. I wasn't expecting Jafar, so. I could see that in any color, though. Yeah. Like if black's not your and thing. And we heard it, there it, were white options Yeah, as well. white or whatever. And it doesn't have to be for, I mean, I know it's a, a wedding-inspired gown, right, but, right. like, you could wear that to a, a gala of some sort. Halloween party. Yeah. A lot of options. Beautiful. All right, that does it for today's edition of The Lineup. For Aaron Coleman, I'm Francis Wang. Remember, you can get NBC10 News updates right on the app, and you can watch every weekday morning from 4 to 7 a.m. Have a great Friday. See ya.